Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we go door-to-door on the latest NBA topics, including the playoffs and the latest on the Lakers. Also, at our music table discussion, we're going to discuss the legacy of Ninth Wonder and break down our top 15 Ninth Wonder-produced tracks. We also have a special biz face dedicated to chicken and waffles. And don't forget, we got some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax, get you some chicken and waffles with some good seasoning, and enjoy the show. What up, what up? We back, we back. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's, once again, it's on though. Hey, man. You know, hey, be back quicker than usual. <laughs> I know, man, I know. We we actually on schedule this time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, thanks to the colleagues in the background doing all the work, doing all the production, finishing Touches production. You know, shouts out to finishing uh, Touches Productions for... Doing all the things necessary to keep us going. Uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, uh, or real quick, man, where you recording from? Oh, I'm recording live from the crib. Oh man, that's the best. That's the best. Hey. I thought, I thought, I thought you was, uh, I thought you was, you, you was back at the Empty Kingdom Hall this morning, man. <laughs> no, you know what? It's actually I went out in service this morning. It was a little scared because I showed up at nine. Nobody was there, but it was a big accident on 79th in Harlem, which kept a lot of friends from getting to the field service on time. So it was cool. Shouts out to the friends that still made the effort. A lot of them could have turned back around, went to the crib, but we ended up having eight people come out. So it worked out. Oh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. I, I when you when you was telling me how you you love walking up to the uh, to an empty Kingdom Hall. In my head, I had this 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 vision of you like walking up to the hall, like the way Sherman Hemsley walk up to that church in the beginning of Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's Rodney, just, man. He be he be playing jump rope with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Rodney. <laughs> That's how Rodney stepped to the empty hall, man. Snapping on that theme song, though. I know, man. I know. He was going in. I, is she still alive? <laughs> I don't even know, man. I mean, he was getting it. Did he have that note at the end? <laughs> 
bad. She was getting it, boy. I know, I know. Hey, man, real quick, man. I want to send an apology out to the listeners, man. We didn't get the people what they wanted, man. Oh, we forgot to we forgot to include a commercial, man. Oh. I forgot. I forgot to. Uh, I got. I forgot to get on my Katie and Kyrie rant. So no. we, we 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 gonna make it up. We gonna make it up to the people this week, man. We gonna make it up to the people. We gotta, we gotta we get on uncut though. We the, the thing is we raw and uncut, man. We don't. Man, we so raw and uncut. <laughs> we so raw and uncut, man. Guess what happened? About a half hour after we finished recording last week's episode, what happened? I got got. No. Yeah. Oh. So what happened? Man, dude, so I was, as you know, I, rec- we, I when we record the show, I'm usually, you know, taking my, my lunch break at work or whatever. So I got right after I got off the phone with you, I got out my car. I was at I was at the Walgreens on 91st and Commercial. I got out my car, but I made them. I was I was distracted carrying a bunch of stuff for work. And I left my iPad sitting in the passenger seat of my car in clear vision. <laughs> you left I, the iPod. What is it? Your iPad? iPad. My work iPad. Oh, your work iPad. God, this is how you get God. And dude, they they saw the whole thing on on on, on film because they had a security camera in the parking lot. And uh, man, dude, just went right up in my because I come back out and I'm I'm looking around my stuff like, man, where's my my iPad at? Like, and I I, I I'm like, oh crap! I'm like, I know where I'm at. And I went back in the store. I had to run the security footage, man. And sure enough, man, it's a, a, gen- a gentleman of color uh, went right. <laughs> it was a gentleman of color. Uh, he went right into my car, man, and snatched it up. Oh, man, that's, that's I, was, I, was, I was I was heated, man. I was heated. Like, like because it really screwed my day up. I couldn't even finish my work day out because I had to call it in, fill out a police report. Stay there until someone from security on my end, from my company, comes out and verifies everything. So it, it messed me up big time, man. And it was the first day of my CO's visit, so I'm like, I know what this is. Yeah, I got the CO next week actually, uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But man, dude, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Nah, it's all good, man. Sometimes it happens, man. It's just it's, it's probably karma coming back on me for some stuff I didn't did. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know what service overseers? We got enemies in these streets. Hey, hey, that's because they see us the most. They, see us <laughs> right. the most. they know our routine. They know where we park at. They know we got tablets in our hands. You know, they always after us. Man, they be gunning for us. The ops, man. <laughs> Fans of the MVP podcast, I actually sent a dummy copy of a video that I, a special video that I put together for this memorial day week dedicated to Ian's rant last episode <laughs> in regard to dressing rooming at our memorials. I will be posting that to well we'll probably well it will already be posted by the time this recording is done. But <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet, be on the lookout. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see it. If you follow me on Snapchat, you will see it. Uh Ian, what's your review on the video? Man, hilarious, man, hilarious. I, I saw it. I was in the meeting for service when it came through, man. But I definitely peeped it when I got a chance, man. It was, 
it was excellent, man. Excellent. Oh, speaking of memorial, man, shout out, shout out to all those friends who snatch up a hundred memorial invitations the first day and then don't come out on field service no more. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> Yo. Hey, so do y'all announce to the congregation, like before the campaign starts, do you tell them, hey, only take what you need for the day? We, we have before, and, and this time around when I brought the invitations to the hall the first day of the campaign, because we met as a congregation to kick off the campaign, I told them, only take what you will need for the day. Right. And friends just went nuts. And I, I, it was, it was, I made the mistake of bringing the box up, because I had just gotten the box the night before from the brother who does our printing. Right. It's all the, our information in here. So I was like, you know what, for convenience sake, I'll just bring the whole box. Dude, did you, do you know... After one week, we were almost completely out of invitations. Woo! Yeah, man. Woo! I'll be a nervous wreck if that happened in my career. I was, man. I had to order five thousand more, man. It was, it was, it was crazy. But then you got to get from the branch. You know, you got to hit. Uh, oh, guess I guess we'll have to order you some more. What? <laughs> well, you know what? When I talked to the branch, they were really understanding because they said the same thing had been happening everywhere because since the reorg a lot of congregations got more territories than they had this time last year yeah good point they didn't factor that in so a lot of congregations running out but it was just pure niggardry on my congregation as to why we ran out Mm. you know like friends just you know I I get it the pioneers can take a little more than everybody else but if you just a regular publisher who works a nine to five job you ain't out during the week why are you taking 50 100 invitations man and then not coming yeah. out in field service yeah. so now the friends who are coming out they they run out yeah. and i have no more to give them wow crazy crazy story that happened to me last year um we the, the spot that we had rented out we rented out toyota park for our memorial right so midway through the campaign i get a call from coordinator at Bridgeview saying that the Chicago Fire have a game on the day, on the night of the memorial and we can't use the location. Whoa. I, bro, I was in the mid, we in the middle of service, bro. We going door to door and I'm like, I didn't want to tell the friends because I didn't want everybody to start. You know how it is. Well, I don't know how it is on the south side, but out where I'm at, they will panic if you tell them you know, something drastic is happening. Every the sky is falling. So I was like, you know what? I better not say nothing. I'm gonna just leave it be. We had our meeting the next day, so we were able to announce it during the announcements that we need all hands on deck on Friday because we're about to print out all of these tickets, and y'all gonna be <laughs> whoever going out from field service. We had an assembly line, bro. Like 14 people came out, and we didn't even go. We was like, y'all can count y'all time. Just sit at these table. We had we had donuts, man. We had a nice <laughs> line, and we just passing up all these invites so we could get the invitation campaign back going. But it was crazy, dude. They was like, "What are we gonna do about the houses that we left the invitations at?" Well, they just gonna be going to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I mean, what can you do? You you gonna go door to door and 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 pluck them out the mailboxes? What are you right? Can you right. Do? So what we did was actually. When our, our coordinator at the time he came up with an idea of printing out a letter or a, printing out a note to put on the you know to give to the Chicago Fire 
and not the Chicago Fire. Uh, actually, actually, you know what? I take that back. I messed up the story a little bit. We already had got word that the Chicago Fire were having a game that night. We end up choosing another place, but that happened before our campaign started. So we got the other place. The other place got inspected and was informed they had to shut down in the middle of our campaign. That's what happened. Not oh, wow. So we had to put a sticky note on their front door the night of our memorial or the day of our memorial. So in case people came to that location, they'll know, oh, it's at this other address. That's it. So just in case somebody was like, oh, they look at an invitation. Oh, I think I might want to come to this. They drove to that location. They'll see the note, go to the other location. So... Shout out, shout out to that brother, man. Hey, for, for, for the quick thinking. Yeah, big time, big time. So, yeah, that's that's how we did it, man. You know what? At the end of the day, we had great attendance for our memorial last year, so it didn't work. It, it worked out. But, man, look, running out of invitations is a service overseer's worst nightmare. Because the friends, the friends blame you for, as the service overseer, exactly. the friends blame you and complain to you for everything, okay? Like, nobody, everyone's too scared to complain to the COVID. Okay, because they feel the Kobe going to check them. And nobody knows what the secretary does because all his work is done behind the scenes. Nobody knows what he does, so they don't complain to him. But they will definitely complain to the service overseer. Dude, I got I got so many rude text messages while at work. You got the wrong invitations, brother? It's like, if I did, I, I can't get them to you now. I'm at work. <laughs> yeah, tough job, man. I do now. I know now. I know why Moses smashed them two tablets, man. <laughs> the frustration, man. The frustration. Oh man. So, but before before we get into our, our NBA, before we get into some NBA, we got a lot to catch up on. I want to send a shout out. I want to get this out the way. But I think uh, we can't go through this whole show without giving props to Tiger Woods for bouncing back after a ten-year drought. Winning his, winning his first green jacket, jacket since 2005. And uh, shouts out to, to Tiger, man. I mean, I, I, I got to I gotta say something. Man. But go I ahead. Gotta go ahead. I got to say something. This, this, hear what you got to say. This Tiger renaissance is overrated. You it's think overrated. so? Yes. I mean, it, yes, he won the Masters for the first time in, what, 14? Was it 14 years or eight years or what was 14 it? years since he won the Masters. I think... 11 years since he won a major just just speaking personally man like i never rocked with tiger like that when everybody when even when he first like hit the scene i was just like yeah okay but the game is still boring like right you know it didn't make me watch golf um it didn't change my op- opinion of golf and the people who play it especially after hearing tiger talk and some of the things he said mm-hmm. uh, that, that have been problematic um I don't I don't rock with Tiger like that, man. I gotta say, I don't I don't rock with him. You know, he he doing his thing now, he going golfing with with Trump and it's just like I never I never rock with the guy. I gotta say, man. I, I I'm not gonna get swept up in the in the hoopla and the coverage <laughs> of his masters first masters in fourteen years. I'm sorry, man. Screw you, Tiger. I don't rock with you. <laughs> well, I'm I'm on a different fence. I, I actually I've never been into golf myself. I'm not gonna sit back and watch a whole golf. Even when Tiger was killing it, I'm I still wasn't. I would wait to watch, look at it on Sports Center or the news or whatever. And oh, Tiger won again. You know, it was kind of weird. 
I, I'm just going. I'm just giving him props based off the fact that I really I wrote his career off. I was sitting there like, man, he ain't gonna never win another Masters. He had too many surgeries. He was drugging. He was doing a lot of di- different unnecessary things. You know, the whole incident that happened with his ex-wife and all of that stuff. I was like, man, that's a hard thing to come back from. I I I, I take my hat off to him for somebody to come back from all of that and win a Master. I wasn't surprised that he won the Masters. I will say this on on air. I wasn't surprised that he won the Masters like most people was because last year he came close to winning a couple of majors last year. So he was kind of headed the right direction anyway. So when he won the Masters, I wasn't surprised. I, I was happy to see him hug his kids and all that. And his mom showed up. That was that was nice. I all but but Ian, I know you're not a Tiger supporter. But I got an award that I'm going to give out later in the show. <laughs> okay. So really appreciate this year a tiger hater. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, 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 with 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 other things, other sports like like tennis and and for instance the Williams sisters, you know, they always identified themselves. They always uh, uh, readily identified themselves with, with with black culture and and things like that, and spoke up on things. And I've actually played tennis and enjoyed it. So. Mm-hmm. Them, you know, my my, you know, my, my reception of them was was a lot different from Tiger Woods. Problem with I have I have a slight problem with both of them though. I, I and I, I and I think I know where you're going with that because I I, yeah. I think I have the same problem. Yeah, I have that. Don't don't. I, we talked about this on Earth when I think first season when that whole incident happened between her and uh, Osaka. I, I kind of voiced my opinion on some things about Serena that I didn't agree with that she did. But we're not going to go on. We're going to make a whole show about it. You know, just check those episodes. You'll find out. You'll <laughs> but I got an award definitely for Tiger. Um, shouts out to him. I, that's my personal shout out. And, you know, what did he say? You know, by, he, he, I guess that's the essence of Otis Award. Right? <laughs> an early essence of Otis Award. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wait, stay tuned. <laughs> All right. So let's get to these uh, the NBA, man. Uh, I always want to touch on two topics, and then I got to go out and field service and do some more door-to-door because I'm on break right now. But uh, the Golden State Warriors lost. I, dude, first of all, I was watching. I actually watched. I was watching that game up to the first part of the third quarter. I'm like, man, I ain't staying up for this crap, man. This is looking like they about to. They going to mop the floor with the Clippers, this, that, and the other. I wake up the next morning and I see the first thing I see on my phone. I didn't even open my phone. I see Patrick Beverly like roaring with his, you know, flexing. And I'm sitting there like, what? And I open my phone and it say, go to state, lose in an epic 31 point comeback by the Clippers. And then, you know, I already knew about the Cousins thing, you know, Cousins out for the season with the torn quad. My question to you, Ian, and I think I already know your answer to this, but are the Golden State Warriors in danger of winning their next th- th- winning three in a row? Not really. Not really. I mean, like, quiet is kept. Like, like Boogie was actually a defensive liability for them. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I mean, they still got the Splash Brothers, Draymond, and KD, man, so... Uh, and, a, and a good bench, you know, so... They got Andrew Bogut back. Yeah, they got and and you know what, picking him up has proved to be very valuable in in, in light of Boogie's uh, uh, injury, man. So 
they're not they're not completely like you know what I mean they're not they're not screwed they're not screwed by any means yeah I actually think they're a better defensive team with Al Cousins with Looney in the lineup I think Looney plays better defense um he don't give you what Cousins give you on offense but he gives you he gives you what you know you need he just gives you enough you know kind of like he kind of played a, he's kind of playing a JaVale McGee role so to speak just a guy that's gonna get up get those clean up buckets but hey I just want to use this opportunity I don't think the Warriors are in trouble I saw the text messages in the group chat I, I, I refused to comment I was gonna wait to the show they got four all-stars man okay they have five they have five all-stars <laughs> like <laughs> How are they all of a sudden in trouble? Clay Thompson talking about, oh, we need because dude, it's cool. You guys got four all stars. You got one player that used to be an all star in an NBA Finals MVP in Andre Iguodala. You got Sean Livingston. You got Bogut back, bro. You, <laughs> what? What do you mean that they are in trouble? They're not in trouble. I'm looking. Not at all, man. They they might actually be a better team without Boogie. Like yeah. Like now now, I hate to don't want to get too off topic. I, what this means for the future though, if KD leaves, like Boogie needs to come back. Well, Boogie ain't gonna have no choice because who's gonna pay him now? Yeah, that's true. Who's gonna pay him now? Like. This man came off an Achilles injury, which is a great, a gruesome injury. Then you got the torn quad. That's the same thing. Cal, uh, what's his name? Kawhi Leonard got. Tyler uh, Tony Parker had that injury. It, it that can alter your career. So, I mean, it didn't. You know, Kawhi Leonard still balling. Tony slowed down after that injury, but you know, it, everybody's different. Everybody's built differently. So I don't know how Boogie. Is going to he's not gonna have a max deal. Let's get that out the way. He ain't getting no max deal from nobody. He has I mean he be he, he be doing good to get another five million for another year. He, he, I, he can get that. I think he can get that. But I think Boogie's gonna want I think being on Golden State and Boogie seeing uh, being on a team that's actually winning after all going through all those years of being on bad teams, I don't he's not gonna wanna take a Five million dollar contract from the Phoenix Suns, but he has to know. He has to have. He has to have some level of self awareness. Like, okay, yeah, I was on the Warriors. They won another championship. If that happens, I deserve. You're as responsible for their success as Udonis Haslam was for the Big Three in Miami. Like, right? You know what I mean? You are a minor supporting character. Mm-hmm. Right. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel sorry for cousins. I, I I like cousins. I do too. I, 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 yeah, I feel sorry for him too, man. I like I like his old school mentality. That he's got that '90s mentality that I like. You know, don't care about anything. But I'm gonna tell you, dude. I'm about to undress the elephant in the room right now, and that's Kevin Durant, dude. Kevin Durant, dude. You need to man up, man. I know Patrick Beverly is hood. He from Chicago. He from the streets. He, you know, he one of the folks. But bro, the man is six one. You're six ten. Why are you struggling against this dude? What, you, you you sit there and you you <laughs> you kill LeBron James in the finals twice. You put work on everybody else. Here comes little Patrick Beverly. I love Patrick Beverly's defense. I love his intensity. He's another one of those '90s attitude type dudes that I love. But come on, man, 
a duck, if it looked like a duck, it walked like a duck. Is a duck. <laughs> you got, <laughs> Durant, you can't let this man take you out your game. He, he is totally, like, Patrick Beverly got him. He got him mentally. I think this is a series where Steph Curry is going to have to take over from this point because KD going to be too busy in a little dog fight with Patrick Beverly the whole series that Klay Thompson and, and, and Steph Curry is going to have to take a little bit more of the responsibility on offense now that Cousins is gone. Right, right. It's it's they 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 know exactly how to attack. Like yeah. they know he's thin skinned they know he's sensitive. You know, so don't yeah, send in the send in the dog, send in the troops, send in Patrick Patrick Beverly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Send in folks and, and he'll yeah. take care of that. He'll he'll make sure he get a, a tech a couple technicals and get ejected. He Why don't not? care. The man had ten points and got fouled out. You think Patrick Beverly care about dropping twenty four and hitting eight threes? No. <laughs> That's not his purpose. And you see Doc Rivers is sitting there with his hands behind his head back of his head, like Yep. <laughs> yep. Get get them, folks. <laughs> get them, folks. Hey, I love. I I know the Clippers are gonna lose this series, man. But I love. I, this is my first time really paying attention to them, man. Yeah, dude. The, the, I like the, their squad. The NBA playoffs has delivered so far, man. Yeah, it really yeah. has. I'm 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 totally doubting. You know how like when they first start, you're like, hey, I'm not paying attention to this series, that series, yeah. blah blah blah. I'm dialed in, man. I'm totally dialed in. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, up next Now this happened You know Ian got his tablet Stolen After our last recording But something else also happened After our last recording Magic Johnson stepped down As the Lakers president Of basketball operations Right after our episode I was so mad I was this close Ian. I was Paul I was mad too man I was like man We might have to do an addendum yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was about to do uh, you and Jamil like a little album review type episode. <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout out, shout out to Jamil, man. Yo, our side episodes have doing been doing great in the ratings. By the hey, way, those those are great, man. Don't keep that going, dude. I like that. I like that. Y'all sound like like the black sister. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all might y'all might need to start up another podcast together, man. I, I, that's just me. Hey, just hey, me. never say never, man. Hey, anything can happen. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, but yeah, man, getting back to the Lakers, man. With all the drama that's going on, I'm not gonna dog, dive into all the him not talking to Genie Buzz and all that other stuff. I don't, I don't really care for that. That's that's just drama for ESPN. My question is, with the Clippers, the way they are looking, they if they get, you know, they got room for two max deals. So does the Lakers. If you are a superstar like KD, like Kyrie, like Kawhi Leonard, I wouldn't say superstar towards Jimmy Butler, but he's still a star. What would you be more attracted to going to? The Clippers or the Lakers? Oh, the Clippers, hands down. Me too, man. Their, their, their coaching situation is more stable. Yep. There's, there's not that like artificial added pressure to like succeed and 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 you know what I'm saying if, if the Clippers the Clippers season was already considered a success just by them making it to the playoffs over the Lakers who didn't make the playoffs I mean even if the Lakers did make the playoffs if the Clippers had made it to their season is still considered a success because everybody thought they were packing it in after the Tobias Harris trade so 
you know, we've heard this before. It's all about expectations. Like they, they they've already had a successful season as of as of today. Right. So yeah, you definitely ah, the Lakers, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Nobody want to go to the and, Lakers. And, Nobody and, and, Lakers. and Magic Johnson. Everybody wants to talk mess about him and why he left. It's like, man, Magic, Magic ain't dumb, man. He knows how to get away, nah. get out the way of a bullet. And and what happened right after Magic left? <laughs> uh, Luke got hey, hey, Roddy, it's a, it's a shame what happened to Flip. It's a shame. What happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and then there was all these rumors about Rob Palenka and Magic not getting along. This is what I think happened. I think I think Magic didn't want no parts of Rob Palenka next the five, during the off season. And Jeannie was like, I'm not getting rid of Rob. We getting rid of Luke. And he I don't think he wanted to get blamed for that that Luke fine. No, he didn't. He didn't. That's why he that's why he jumped he, ship. He was like, man, I ain't getting, getting I ain't doing that, man. He, he, he bolted just in time, man. And it, he did Because it turned because you know what it's turning to. And we 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 talked about this on our show constantly. Who's the real GM of the Los Angeles Lakers? Um, a fella by the name of that goes by the moniker LBJ. Yes, yes, LeBron James, bro. I, I, I seen it coming. Now all this stuff. Now you're hearing all these Tyron Lue talks. Oh, Tyron Lue could possibly be the Lakers. Next. Why? Oh. Why? What did he do? It's like, what? what did he do? What did he do in Cleveland? Nothing. That was just. I mean, like, okay, yeah, we we know he's LeBron's boy. All right, let's like. What else are his? I mean, dude, he hasn't coached since the, the the Cavaliers fired him. Like, like, what has he done lately? Even if you want to give him credit for that championship run, what has he done lately? Like, nothing. Other than the fact he's LeBron's boy and LeBron is gonna like him and he'll let LeBron do what LeBron do, wants to do. And come on, man, I do. I, if you're a superstar, if you're a superstar in the league, I I, I would rather go to the Sacramento Kings than go to the Lakers right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, that Sacramento team. I, I like that Sacramento team, and I like the fact that Luke is over there. I, I, so I would, I would, I would pick the Clippers, the Kings, and the and the Warriors all over the Lakers. Me too. Me too. Hands down. Hands down. Like I, I, I just don't get it, man. LeBron. No one wants to play. Like all this Kyrie, and I'm just tired of it, man. I don't. I think everybody wants to basically determine their own destiny LeBron's getting older nobody wants to help him anymore that's 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 a wrap it's starting to get old people are starting to see the writings on the wall if I go to the LA Lakers and I don't play well we I'm gonna take you back to that Cleveland's LeBron's last year in Cleveland when um Derrick Rose and, and, and D-Wade was there for the first half of the season Isaiah Thomas was there and it didn't work out what they do Got rid of D-Rose, got rid of D-Wade D-Wade went back to Miami Isaiah Thomas got traded to the Lakers Like <laughs> Nobody wants to go through that, man I know I, I wouldn't if I'm a superstar player I, Looking to play somewhere well, I wouldn't say nobody uh, I think Anthony Davis is, is that gullible and naive To, to do it Yeah Dude, and, and I don't even want to start on Anthony Davis I mean, he's got to be The most saltiest cat on earth right now you know, to see what happened in L, and you just basically wasted a whole season of your prime 
over some nonsense. You know what I mean? He could have played out that season, even if, even if he, you know, there there was rumors that he, you know, well, it wasn't rumors. It was out there that he didn't want to stay with the Pelicans. But it's like, man, come on, man, get over yourself. Just play ball, man. Like, let front office do what they do and just play ball. They're still paying. So <laughs> I don't I don't get the whole thing thing with him, but it is what it is. Let's move on. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go door to door, man. I'm about to do some. I, we, the campaign is almost over, so I want to, you know, hit some doors, man. So I'm about to. Uh, I got a territory right here. I got a territory card right here, and I'm about to. Uh, go to the All right. <laughs> and make sure, make sure you get that card back to the uh, territory uh, server when you're done with it. Oh, oh, th- yes. Thanks for the reminder. Because, because brothers be eating them. I don't know what they, what they. <laughs> I'd be like, what, oh, what, what happened? What are you? What are you doing? Like, what did you did you roll it up and smoke it, bro? Like, what? What is? Where the Tansor card at? <laughs> oh, I don't man. think you gave me one. No, we gave you one. Like, like I know because it's not it's not in the deck. Like, like right. <laughs> it, we gave you one because otherwise you wouldn't know where to go. Like, uh, right. But let's 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 move on. <laughs> let's move on. I'm going to my first door. What up? What up? What's going on, man? I'm here because I want to ask you about the first round of the playoffs. In particular, the series between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Detroit Pistons. Do you think that series will get interesting? No, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think it'll get interesting. It's. It's. I. I. I predicted a sweep. Wait, did I predict the sweep? No, I predicted. I predicted Bucks and five. I predicted Bucks and five. Uh, oh, and okay. It's likely going to be that. Okay. Well, here's a pamphlet. This is to the memorial for this Friday. You can take that with you, and then, um, and you can invite your baby mama. I, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll invite all three of them. <laughs> all right, sir. Well, you have a nice day. <laughs> you too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Three baby mamas? Woo! Man, get thin, man. <laughs> All right. Um, going to my next door. Oh, this oh, he got a ring. He got one of those camera bells. I gotta be careful. Gotta make sure I ain't talking about what I did last night. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> man, he got a creative ring. That's <laughs> the that's the that's the zippity thing. <laughs> Well, sorry about that. But I'm not here. I'm not here for a long time. I'm just asking all our neighbors a question in regards to the Toronto Raptors. I just want to ask you: Is Kyle Lowry gonna ever be a good playoff point guard? No, he's not. He, he's he's had too many years to get it right. Mm-hmm. He did. He did have a bounce back game the other night. Mm. Um. Nah, I don't know. I I, I saw about that guy. I don't trust. Shout out to D, DJ Augustine though for stealing that game winner, man. I didn't even know he was still in the league. I don't know. I, I forgot about that too. I he used to play for Chicago. He was with the Bulls like five, six years ago. Man. I know. I know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know he was still playing, man. Dude, they they dude they had nobody on him uh, guarding him when he made that three too. Oh man, it was crazy. That was a crazy comeback too. Nobody. Uh, saw that coming, but uh, a little like Kawhi Leonard said, "Hey, man, I ain't gonna let this happen." So we'll see what happened back in Orlando. Uh, 
But thanks, man. Thanks for talking with me. I got a pamphlet for you to the next upcoming memorial. Here's your copy. I appreciate it, sir. I appreciate it. It it looks like I see some drug activity back there. Invite all your gangbanging friends. (laughs) (laughs) Invite all your gangbanging friends to the memorial. Please tell them to not bring, uh, you know, any carry on, no, no, no guns, no nothing like that. It's not, you know, they they don't have to worry about protection and nothing like that. It's Jehovah's house. All right, leader straps at home, fellas. All right, man. Thanks, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, on to the next door Man dude It's been a good day Who was it? Oh hey my bad My bad I didn't mean to wake you <laughs> I didn't mean to wake you Hey uh, I just want to ask you uh, Your opinion Is it okay At your job Are you able to use your cell phone? Mm, at, at times Oh okay Okay I just want to ask you How do you feel about jobs That won't let you use your cell phone? Uh, they whack Oh, okay. So basically, you're saying the NBA is whack too because they wouldn't let Joel B and uh, that other his, his teammate be on their cell phones during during the basketball game. Well, every situation is different. There's a phrase called situational ethics, and I'm writing that down, man. I like that. It's it, it has to do with what 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 is what's the precedent that's been set. Is, it, is that a common thing for players to be looking at their phones during a game? No. Mm-hmm. Um, they have ways of, if it's an emergency, they have ways of passing along messages to the players during gameplay. And they will they will excuse themselves from the bench in front of the game and send us something if they need to. And that's that's pretty much that. That's what happened with, with Embiid and what's the dude's name? Uh, I think it's Graham. I think it's like, oh, well, wait, let me, let me Clark Graham. Some, some, some no name guy. The, the thing with that, it was just that that was a dumb millennial move. It was, you know, and Amir Johnson, that's his name. Amir Johnson, okay. And you're getting paid millions of dollars to play ball, and you're in the playoffs. You're losing to the Brooklyn Nets, and you're looking at your phone. Yeah, man, that's not a good look, dog. I don't. Care. And we we know it wasn't an emergency because he had time to show what was on his phone to Joe and B. Wasn't they on? Somebody, I think somebody said it was on Instagram or something. I, whatever they were doing, it wasn't an emergency. That's my point. Right, right. And, and then, uh, okay, so if B came out and said that that was his, you know, he was checking, Amir Johnson was checking on his daughter. My thing is, Amir, ain't you, don't you got a girl for that? Don't you got family members that check on your kids during games? Like, <laughs> don't mean to sound unsympathetic about your situation, but. Bro, the game is on. <laughs> you wait to a convenient turn when y'all getting blown out to check on your phone. No, nah, man, that's I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy no, it. I ain't buying that either, man. I thought that was a week. I thought that was weak. That was weak. But man, I'm glad we got something in common as, as far as that topic. Here's Amir, Amir Johnson, why you lying? <laughs> Stop lying, man. Yeah, Amir Johnson, oh, man. He better be glad I got awards for somebody else because he definitely would have got an award. I don't know. Maybe you giving him an award later on. But here's an invitation, man, to the memorial coming up later on. Please do not bring McDonald's, Wendy's, Harold's Chicken to this event. Please. Oh, appreciate it. Okay. Oh, appreciate it. There will be wine served, but you can't drink. 
how to yeah right right that that's 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 for that's for something else oh, okay <laughs> cool 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 right, we're we not gonna get too deep on them <laughs> all right man you have a good day sir all right you too all right man. all right i'm going to my last house here we go whoa what was that yes it's your doorbell man <laughs> All the special effects. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, these doorbells, man. I'm telling you, on the hood, in the hood, y'all getting creative, man. Yes, but we do. I got a question for you. Will the, will the Oklahoma City Thunder get swept? Ah, oh, man. Ah, oh, man. I was so hoping you would bring this up. I don't know about swept, but I do think they'll get beat. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, please, elaborate. Uh, have you watched the series? Yes, man. Well, I'll I, I put it this way. I've been watching the highlights. Like, okay. this, this and from the jump, this series was kind of hard to call for me. Like, I felt, I think I had OKC in seven, I believe. Um, just because I know how, I know how, how Portland, they don't quit, man. They keep coming at you. They got a, they got a, a, a true, true star in Damian Lillard. He does not get enough credit. Um, I'd much rather have him on the Bulls than Russell Westbrook. Brooke. Oh, big time. We talked about Dame a lot on this show and just how he don't get the props he deserves. He's got a point to prove, man. He's got a point to prove. And and, and he's proving it, man. He's proving it. Like, woo. They, they... Man, Damian Lillard is pulling. Like, he's shooting disrespectful threes on OKC. Like, did you see what he did? Oh, First of all, did you see what he did to Raymond Felton last night? <laughs> no, man, I, did, I didn't see nothing oh. about no Raymond Felton. Oh, Raymond Felton. Oh, it brought a tear to my eye. I almost got emotional. I almost got emotional. I almost started crying. And that was an emotional moment for me. It just put an icing on the cake to one of the worst careers ever in, <laughs> in, in NBA history. Why would you put Raymond Felton? On Damian Lillard, that was the most. You deserve to get fired as a coach for doing for pulling such a move like that. That 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 was. It. You got Paul George, you got Grant, you got uh, Schroeder, like much better players on your squad, and you decide to disrespect Damian Lillard by putting Raymond Felton on him. <laughs> <laughs> Lost him on that yeah. one. Yeah, that's that's can't do it. I don't even know what that's that's like putting me on on Kawhi Leonard or James Harden. <laughs> exactly, like this is it, it. It was definitely an insult. In fact, I might actually do better. <laughs> I would at least had a hand in his face or something. I mean, his, his was, man, dude, it was yeah, man. Shots out to Damian Lillard. Man, I, I I wonder how much of it, it though the first two games, as as of this recording, they they've only played two games. But I wonder, I wonder how much of it is home court advantage, and how much of it is just Dame having a point to prove and their team having a point to prove with Nurkic going down. Man, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for him, man. I'm rooting for him. In fact, if the Blazers get past OKC and face Golden State in the next round, I might root for them then too. Well, they'll have to get through. Denver or San Antonio first before they. No, 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 no. They're the four five. Uh, they're the four five matchup. No, they three six. 
Are four, they? Yeah, four or five is Houston and Utah. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, four or five is Houston and Utah. So oh, they will play the winner of the Denver Spurs series. Yes. Yes. So so now that we're talking about that, I'm done with the doors. Um, we're going to get into our predictions for the playoffs uh, since we're talking about it. So we'll stay in the West. Uh, of course, we both got Golden State beating LA, LA in the series. You had Warriors. Did you have Warriors in five or did you have them in sweep? I believe I had them in five. You had them in five. Okay, I had them in five too. I got the Rockets in five. And- <sighs> the Rockets are playing the Jazz. Yeah, they're playing the Jazz. I got the Rockets in six. Yeah, them in six. And just to remind the viewers, me and Ian already picked. This, these are already we made these decisions way before the playoffs. I mean, before the playoffs started. So we're not going halfway into it with no changed opinions, nothing like that. These are our solid picks. We're gonna. The rest is gonna be, you know, our results. But uh, and I, I'm glad. I'm glad we've had a couple of games play already to kind of, you know, get get us settled in into our analysis because it's it's you know it's going fresh fact. into the playoffs. It's hard to it's hard yeah. to predict anything. We've already seen some surprises. Exactly. It, it is going to affect my bracket as I move along. So Portland and OKC, you had them at seven, right? You had OKC in seven? Yes. OKC in seven. I actually had the Thunder in six. If they go seven, I will say this. If that series goes seven, I don't see OKC winning a home, uh, winning in Portland for that last game. I don't either. I don't <laughs> either. That Portland crowd was it's been electric, dude. Like, <laughs> I've never and I've never believed in OKC like all season. I get it. Paul George had an MVP uh caliber uh season or whatever. But when everybody was going, oh, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double for the third year in a row. Cares. Paul George, this, this and that, and they play so well together. I just something about it I just did not buy into. I'm like, yeah, they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, they'll have a winning record. But, like, I just don't believe in them. I just don't believe in them making it far in the playoffs. I just don't. No, I, I don't. I don't either at this point. I did choose the Thunder, though, before the series started, so I got to stick to it. Uh, the next round, I mean, the next matchup is Denver-San Antonio. I actually have the Spurs in six. Mm. What do you got? I think I had Denver in either six or seven. Okay. All right, got you, got you. Yeah, I just, man, I like Denver a lot. Will Barton, you got to do better than one for ten from the field, bro. <laughs> Will, you let me down. Will the thrill. Will, get in there, get in there and start tearing up rims, man. You man. Tearing rims up, man. You need to be tearing these rims up, bro. Like, <laughs> what's up with that, man? One for ten? Come on, bro. You got to do better than that, man. I know Murray had to come in and say today, last night, um, he shouts out to Murray for putting up 21 in the fourth quarter against San Antonio. Honestly, I think Pop got the game he wanted. He wanted to steal one in Denver. It's going to be tough to win these next two games in San Antonio for Denver. I just think I just think San Antonio got so much experience. They got a combination of a great coaching, experienced players, and players that we never heard of that is out there balling. And the Nuggets are just, I feel like the Nuggets feel the pressure because so many people had high expectations for them going into this season and they got off to a great start but they kind of stumbled into the playoffs they had a couple of bad losses to the Warriors when they were trying to fight for the first seed 
And I, I don't know, man. I'm just not believing the hype on the Nuggets anymore. Um, I, I still believe the hype on the Nuggets, but I, I just don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're uh, a true championship contender this year. Right. I think they can. I think they could get there. I think if they added like one more piece, they they can be. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm rooting for them, man. I like Denver. I, I like. I like how they built their squad. Mm-hmm. Um. They've done it in a very sensible, very common sense way. Not a lot of like big splash frills and. You know what I mean? Big yeah. name signees and all of that. Um, I, I like them, man. I like them. I'm rooting for them. All right, cool. Will Barton, though, I called your name, man. I need to see. I need to see a better game three, man. I need to see a better game three. Tear up them rims, bro. Tear them rims up, man. <laughs> <laughs> and wear protection. <laughs> all right. In the East, we got the Bucks and the Detroit Pistons. Shouts out to Detroit Pistons. You called this. Before I, before the season started, that they were going to make the playoffs. Shouts out to you in on that prediction. Appreciate it. But this is where all that celebrating stops, man. Man, Milwaukee, dude. I, I had Milwaukee in five, but I wouldn't be surprised they swept Detroit, man. I wouldn't be surprised either. I, I didn't even know Blake was not going to be playing. Like, yeah, yeah, that he had that last minute little tweak or whatever, and. They, 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 you know, hey, look, they made the playoffs, job well done. I consider y'all season a success, but y'all, y'all run into a buzzsaw with Milwaukee. Yeah, man. Reek, Reek. Go ahead. Uh, 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 I was just going to say, uh, Detroit Pistons, I got a cute crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Giannis looks focused. He looks like he's on a mission. And, uh, yeah, Milwaukee's on. They 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 rolling right now. The next series, Toronto and Orlando. I got Toronto. Man, I had the Raptors sweeping them, but it's looking- I had the Raptors sweeping them too. I'm not going front. Yeah, Orlando came out gunning, man. They came out balling. Shouts out to Aaron Gordon, Fournier, Vucevic, DJ Augustine. Like them dudes, they came out balling. Terrence Ross made an appearance. I forgot all about him. Mm, yeah, yeah. The guy that they uh, traded to <laughs> traded to Orlando for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna talk about Game of Zones at the end of the show too. Right? Uh, but dude, that's still a classic. <laughs> we'll take the horse. The disrespect, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers I had them in five It's going according to plan But hey man The Nets man They could they could extend this series to seven games man If the if, if Sixers keep playing around Yeah man the Sixers You, you can tell they kind of They kind of overconfident man yeah. um, You know I, I believe I had the Sixers in six Yeah Sixers in six is what I had oh, okay. um, You had a little bit more what? trust In uh, Brooklyn than I did um, but Brooklyn can catch them slipping. Brooklyn, people been sleeping on Brooklyn all year. Yeah, they have. And and you know it's showing proof time. They're not they're not one of those teams that has a ton of pressure on them. They're another team that, as of today, they've had a successful season. They made the playoffs. Yeah, they didn't just they didn't just sneak in at like an eight seed either. Like they were they were sitting pretty comfortable at like like five and six for a little while. So yeah, they were they were. Shouts out to D Lo, Levert, like all those guys, man. They they balling, dude. 
so they're they're playing with house money right now. So um, the the pressure is really on the Sixers. The, the 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 you know who the Sixers remind me of, and this is not in a good way either. They remind me of the Los Angeles Clippers three years ago. Oh, with Chris Paul and all of them. Yeah, yeah. Too much talent, not enough heart. Yeah, that's what they kind of remind me of right now. Remember how the Clippers would get? They would get super emotional in, in close games, and, and, and they just they just couldn't deliver, man. And I hope I'm, that's not what I'm seeing with Philly. I hope we're not seeing a, a East a Eastern Conference version of those of those Clippers. Right, right. Hey, man. Honestly, I, I I agree with that. I remember that one year Houston was up three games to one on. Uh, no, the Clippers were up three games to one on Houston. And they blew it. They blew that lead and lost to the Rockets. So, yeah, that Philly could be in danger of doing that again. So, and, they, and if they get to the next round, they're going to have to face Toronto, and it's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, the next round, Boston, Indiana. Who you got? Man, I, I had. I believe I have Boston in seven. I had Indiana pushing them to seven, um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, Indiana don't look good, man. They don't, man. They don't. They they look stagnant. They look they look confused. I know. I you know what? No, I take that back. Cause that game one, Indiana came. They showed. Up. They showed up. They just couldn't hit shots. They just couldn't close it. They couldn't close yeah. the game. They had a they had a comfortable lead on Boston, and they just kind of they got caught. They couldn't they couldn't fight off that that drive that offensive drive. Boston Boston got hype. Yeah, man. Like got hot. Like everybody was hitting. Because you, you look at the box score, Boston ain't really scoring that much. It's just that Indiana stopped scoring. Like, yeah, that's it. They only score 84 points. Exactly. So, I don't know, man. Indiana's got some things to figure out. But, you know, I don't know if they'll figure it out in enough time. I don't think so either. I, I actually had the Celtics in six. So, I, I think Indiana can get two games still. Um, but... I don't think they're going to beat the Celtics. Do you want to continue on or should we just keep it at first round and then go as we do episodes with our predictions? Um, Yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Cool, cool. Because uh, I want to get to our first, we want to get to our commercial break before we get into our second segment. Let's do it. Let's take a break and then uh, we'll be right back. Thank you, sir. If I wanted a Whopper and I asked you to hold the pickles and hold the lettuce, I know I'd get that fast. But would I get to hear you sing? No, sir. No? You'd get to hear us sing, girls. Ooh, hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, special order, donut feather. All we ask is that you let us serve in your way. All right. All right, we right back. All right, all right. We're going to pull up to the table, the music table. Magnificent Vibes music table discussion. Oh, real quick, before we dive into the music, one more last NBA closing thought. Go ahead. 
KD <laughs> and Kyrie in New York. Terrible, terrible idea. I don't like it either. I don't like. You got two of the most thin-skinned dudes. You're going to team them up and put them with a franchise with a- that has a thin-skinned owner? Man, no, no. This is the same dude who banned a fan for life because right. he told he told him to sell the team. <laughs> Kicked out Charles Oakley of all people. I had, know, had dude. Security guards surrounding Charles Oakley. Dragging him out of the stadium. A guy that has dedicated blood, sweat, and tears to that organization. Like, you're going to, you, you're telling me you, KD, are going to go to New York and Kyrie's going to join you? Have fun with that, bro. Have fun with that. And, and, and I don't, and everybody, I'm hearing all this stupid stuff. Oh, Zion can't, then Zion will get picked number one with the Knicks and he'll be able to mesh with Kyrie and KD. Man, that's the worst area to start your career at as a guy that's gonna be a that's trying to be a future superstar in the league. I would know I would want no part of that if I was Zion. And I, I know. Would, no way. No way. I hope the Knicks don't get the first pick, honestly. That's just me. That's just my opinion. But Man, dude, and I'm not 100 percent convinced Zion ain't gonna come down the wrong way and blow his knee out uh, in his first season. <laughs> hey, it could happen. It could happen. Look at Cousins. He's a big dude. He big. He's just as big as Cousins. And look at all the injury problems that Cousins have. You know, he got all that size, all that meat. He throwing himself around, jumping around. Man, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> man, he look like a big sirloin steak out there playing with a bunch of shrimp in college. Shoot, that dude, man I I don't know Terrible idea, man Terrible And in the the media in New York You know, it's it's whatever you're dealing with In Golden State And whatever you're dealing with Kyrie in Boston It's going to be that times 10 in New York Right, right, right Yeah Yeah, I'm not feeling I'm not feeling that I'm not feeling that at all But yeah I'm glad we finally got a chance to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, dude, Boston was so. I, I, I said this earlier in the season. I said Boston needs to trade Kyrie. He's not in the trip. The deadline, the trade deadline is approaching. Trade that fool before it's too late. They should have sent him to Phoenix. They should have sent him to Phoenix for Devin Booker. <laughs> it would have been like, because uh, remember that would have made sense. That would have been a perfect Game of Zones episode too. Because remember a few seasons ago, they had Kyrie and LeBron James on a boat in Phoenix, and they had all the statues and stuff, and they had all these, uh, like, mutant aliens dropping down. (laughs) (laughs) Who's attacking us? Kyrie's like, who's attacking us? Oh, it's just the Phoenix Suns. He's like, why are they missing the boat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're just shooting bricks. Dude, yeah, we'll get the game of zones. We'll get the they should have sent Kyrie to Phoenix, man. Yeah, they did. They should have. They should have. Because Devin Booker, once he's out of his contract, he's going to be out of there anyway. Yeah. And he would have been the perfect fit for Boston. He wouldn't have came in with that attitude. Well, I played with LeBron and we won a championship. And there would have been none of that. It would have been a bunch of young, hungry dudes ball. Mm hmm. Yep. So. But let's get to this music. Let's get to this music, man. We're at the table. Uh, we're going to be talking about Night Wonder, man. We unleashed our top 15, Jay Dilla top 15, Mad Lib. Now we about to get to Night Wonder, man. So uh, I got my list ready. You got yours? I got mine. All right. Uh, I will do the honors. 
Let me just say real quick. When, what was your first exposure to Knife Wonder? My first exposure to Knife Wonder. Oh, I'm so glad you asked me that question. I finally got a chance to listen to the Asheru. And uh, what's, what's the name of that? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Might be saying it wrong. Yeah, that Asheru in Blue Black. Oh, what you think? The Unspoken Herd. I got a funny story towards that album. I did. I actually picked up Little Brother and that album on the same day. Really? Yes. But I really didn't get into the Asheru at the time because I was so into the Little Brother. By the time I got tired of the Little Brother. I was listening to other albums and it kind of just sat in my collection and I listened to it sparingly, but it, it just didn't crack the circuit surface. But bro, I'm so mad that I didn't get this album more listeners. That album is amazing. Isn't it? It, it is. It's, it's, it's a slept on gym. Yeah. Big time. Big time. That album is amazing. Yeah, if you haven't heard it, Asheru and Blue Book spoken heard, and so that goes back to you know the question that you asked me about Ninth Wonder. Um, yeah, that was my first exposure. I I was just looking for I was in Doctor Wax looking for something new. I kept you know I kept seeing Little Brother's album, but I was like, man, you know. Um, they kind of want a little bit too much. I think they wanted like $13, $14 for it at Dr. Wax. And at the time, I'm like, man, I don't want to spend all this money in this whack. And then one day, I had the courage. I said, you know what? I want to listen to some good underground hip-hop. Let me see what this is all about. I picked up the Asheru. I think I picked up a couple more albums, too. And I brought it up to the front. Chuck was like, man. Chuck was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Oh, usually Chuck don't like none of the stuff. He don't like nothing. <laughs> he was like the comic book guy from the Simpsons. Yes, he was. He was. <laughs> For music, you know. <laughs> he was. And Chuck said, hey, man, you're you going to like this. I was like, all right, cool. I popped in that little brother for listening. And, bro, couldn't stop playing. I mean, I, 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 you talk about a scratched up CD by the end of the year. Man, I think I rebought the listening like two more times because it got so much burn. And I'm like, why is this? <laughs> I, I, I remember reading a uh, an article. I remember reading an article with with Fonte. Fonte and um, Big Pooh did like a. They just went to the streets of New York with their CD, and they just had random people listen to their album. And I saw that. I saw that. And they thought they were from New York. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, man, dude. And I'm the reaction that they were getting, it wasn't the reaction that they were hoping for. I mean, it was a decent reaction, but it wasn't like, man, this is this is awesome. And it's a shame that now, you know, everybody look at Knife Wonder as this pioneer and greatest producer and all this other stuff. And I'm like, dude. And he is, he is. He is. But man, y'all late to talk about being late to the party. I I was never off that man. I was like, man, Night Wonder. When I first heard it, I was like, dude, 
this man, I put this man up there with the DJ Premiers, the Dillas, the like this dude is amazing, you know? And then Merge 316 came out, blew me away. I was like, yeah. hey, I, I, I got I first got put on to Little Brother and Night Night Wonder together um early 2003. Okay. Because apparently I guess the listening the listening came out like late 2002 but it was like oh yeah that's on vinyl it was like only on vinyl or something they didn't release the cd version till 2003 and my homeboy jason stevens shout out to him he's done a couple episodes on vibes and stuff he's an older head he was in the congregation and no he wasn't in the congregation with me yet he was he was dating a sister in my congregation okay and somehow we got to talking that we were hip-hop heads because my wife was friends with his or my future wife was friends with his future wife and um we linked up but you know he's like eight years older than me so you know at this point he's still putting me on the stuff and he's like yo it's this group from north carolina called little brother and i was like what north carolina and they first right. the first first name is Lil. i don't know about this and he's like dude trust me trust me they picking up where tribe left off and i was like all right all right and then i saw their cd and i looked at the artwork on it i'm like okay maybe maybe they ain't on some deep south ignorant ish you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah because the, the the album cover is nothing amazing it's it's real subtle right it's real understated you know real simple and but i i still felt it i'm like all right i, I guess i'll check it out man and dude i was blown away i'm like why is nobody talking about this because because oh at the time at the time groups that kind of like real hip-hop groups kind of dried up because like okay tribe had broken up slum village was getting on some weird stuff Cause we all thought the torch was getting past to them, right? Then and by this time they were they were getting on some weird stuff. So right, I, the roots was, came out with phrenology. That was yeah, you know, that was, common that came was, out with electric circus. It was like, yeah, it was like you didn't really know where where the good stuff was going, you know? Yeah, and well, who was going to be bringing the the, the the dope the dope stuff? So. I mean, I heard that album. Man, I was blown away, man. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? Yeah, I said the same thing, man. Same thing. I was trying to push it. I was sh- playing it at the shops, like CC and all them. They was feeling it, but they was like, uh, it just didn't hit. You know, it's just like, what? Like, are you guys listening to the same thing? I'm listening. Like, these dudes <laughs> are amazing. And they really didn't click until Minstrel Show. Like, people started jumping on the bandwagon when Minstrel Show came out. And, you know, I was like, honestly, I like the, li- I- I've always been a bigger fan of the listening over Minstrel Show. I love Minstrel Show. Me too. Me but, too. Like, Minstrel Show was a good album, but man, that listening, come no, on, man. That listening was like a punch a punch in the face. Yeah, dude. <laughs> man. The, the change-ups in production, the lyrical content, like, I mean, yeah. You know, Fonte delivering on every every track. You know, the Big Pooh flowed well. The skits were hilarious, and they wasn't even oh, you know, wasn't even a lot of skits, but they were like nice, catchy type skits. The the make me happy, like that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> P, I don't even know how to write sixteen bars. <laughs> make me hot. <laughs> Like that was classic, dude. That that was that was classic, man. But I'm gonna get into my top fifteen. Uh, All right, I'm, I'm gonna jot these down, man. We gonna oh, listeners, man, we gonna do another mix so you'll be able to check out all these dope tracks on your own. 
time. They'll be in their own little separate little episodes, whatever. Yes, we're sir. We're going to do a Rodney mix. We're going to do an Ian mix. And y'all can get to check these out. Yes, and sir. see what we're talking about. Or hear what we're talking about, rather. Yes, sir. So uh, I tried to select songs that I think you probably wouldn't select. So Did you rank them? I didn't rank them. I'm just, okay, okay. I'm just going off my favorites. Uh, the Yo-Yo off the listening mm. album. Mm, good one shorty on the lookout but when the beat changes not the first you know that that was a hot beat too but when they change it up and just is an instrument is an instrumental at the end of the track where they changed it up after shorty on the lookout excellent excellent track by night wonder um midnight maneuvers off the listening album mm, okay Man, Fonte killed that track. It was a short track; it's only like two minutes long. But man, Fonte killed it. Um, go home, drink some peace, peace knobs, and doze off the P Rock. Oh, that's a dope line. That's a dope. Oh, line. That's a dope line. Dope line. The listening, the last track off the listening with that P Rock and CL smooth sample. Oh, that was heavenly, dude. That oh, was that was heavenly, dude. That and then they talking about like how cats. You know, don't be checking for lyrics anymore. And did you hear this song? Track number two. Track people don't even know the the, the name of your song title. That like that was that was great. That it was, was spot great. on. Too. It was spot, it was on. spot on. Uh, Speed Law, of is, course, is just speaks for itself. That was that was was that the first? No, no, it wasn't the first track I heard from them. It was whatever you say. Oh, okay, I actually saw the video to Speed Law. Like not too long after I bought the album, so I was like, "Man, do they have any videos for their songs?" Like I had to go on the internet and see if they had any videos, and it was one for Speed Law. It was super low budget, but it was still dope, you know. To see, I just wanted to get a physical, like, see how they physically look, how they react, you know, how they interact because they didn't get a lot of promotion when they came out. Uh, Freak these tales from the Three Sixteen, Murr's album. Uh, and then Murray's Revenge off their second project, the last song on there. That beat, the way Knife One chopped that, that up, Murray's Revenge. Okay, it was at the very, the la- very last song off the Murray's album, um, which came out after Three Sixteen. That was a good album too. Well, not as good as Three Sixteen, but it was it was pretty dope. It was a decent follow up. And actually, I, no no profanity on that album either. Yeah. Yep, sure, sure, sure didn't have any. Yeah, which was totally night and day compared to 316. Um, what up though off the volume the third project that um Knife Wonder and Murray's did. It was like the second track on the album. That oh. beat, man. What up though? <sighs> Cold. I hope I can find that beat, man. I actually got the beat if you want me to send it to you. Yeah, send that over. Yeah. Um uh, War off the Chitlin Circuit album. That was. I don't even, I don't even remember that one. <laughs> Fonte had a uh, what's his name Booker T reference. I know you wasn't a big wrestling fan growing up, but that Booker T reference at the end where he said, "Hulk Hogan, we coming for you." <laughs> oh, I, I, I do remember that. I do. Remember. <laughs> that was classic. Uh, say it again. Off the initial show. I love Say It Again. Great beat. Sincerely Yours. Great beat. 
um, also had that skit that I was telling you about about maybe a few episodes ago when they was coming out the concert and you know they were talking about how cold a little brother concert was but was talking about how whack Pooh was and Pooh just killed the track after that man it was, that beat goes so hard uh, next up I just got four I got four more single projects after the little brother I wanted to put more I, I got more than 15 for Ninth Wonder But I know I had to level it down to 15 That's cool man If you got more just, just go ahead and spit them Because what, what might happen I might not even be able to find some of these tracks Hey it is what it is Won't Pretend Where he sampled Sade That was great uh, Miss Betty off the Zion 2 album And Mellow Smooth Off the Zion 2 album That Mel- Mellow Smooth has a Sampled he sampled Maxwell's something something. Sick. Sick. And then just begun. So I actually made a song. I actually made a basically chopped up the sample to fit the old school video from the song that he sampled from the Carpenters. And he killed that. So that was my 15. Um that's what I got. All right, man. Good list, man. Some of these, man, you did you dug deep. I'm gonna have to look some of these up because I, I I'm not readily recognizing some of them, like like war, like like what up though, like when you hear Betty. war, you're gonna be like, oh, I remember this. Okay, okay. It was the first song right. about the Chilling Circuit out. First song. Okay, okay. I'm a, I'm gonna have to check that. I haven't listened to Chilling Circuit in so long. Um. All right, man. So for my 15, man, I got. Good old love, the track that he did for Master Ace. Dope. I love that. I love that beat. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we get you. <laughs> I got that man from from the Long Hot Summer album number fourteen. I have Funeral for a Killer. Um, hmm. the beat he did off. I believe that was Murray's Revenge. Okay. Oh. 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 I, I, yeah. 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 I got that. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, Funeral for a Killer was dope. Uh, number 13. Uh, where, where's my 13 at? Oh, number 13, I have On and On from the uh, OK Player True Notes compilation. Oh, I haven't listened to that in a long time. I'm going to have to go backtrack and listen to that. They did a song called On and On. It is butter, man. It's buttery smooth. Okay. Uh, num- number 12, I have Scars from... Uh, Big Pooh's album, uh, Sleepers. Oh, that was a great one. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Beat. Scars was good. Number 11, I have the track he did for Erica Badu, Honey. Um, oh, that, that track, classic. in my opinion, that track, in my opinion, was what catapulted Night Wonder into the mainstream, man. Like, it did. It really did, man. Um, number 10, I have Batman from uh, Merch 316. Yes. Yeah, Batman from Murder 316 was dope. Number nine, I have another one from from Murder 316. I have Hustle. Yes, good one. Um, number eight, I have this is this is now this one is kind of swept on, man. This track he did called "Hey Young World Part 2 for this artist named Dave Ghetto. Mm. It's got Fonte and Myst- Mystic on the track on the hook, rather. And oh man, when you hear wait a minute, Mystic the female artist? Yes. Man, where they dig her up at? Man, I don't know, man. Some underground cat named Dave Ghetto did this album. 
um, I think it was called Ghetto Love Life or I, I, Love Life or something, man. He got he did not had Knife Wonder do his single Butter, man, Butter. It's called Hey Young World too, man. I can't wait. Mystic in concert, man. She was actually pretty dope live. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I've never seen her in concert, but I I, I can see her doing a good show. I can oh, see she did a great show, show man. Oh, I went with CC to see that one. And, and she's easy on the eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. All right. Too too hot for TV. Too 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 hot for TV. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So there's that one. Then number seven, I have the Get Up. Um, Love that track. One one of the little beast beast side track from um from the listening. The Get Up is dope. Um, number six, I have Freak These Tales. <laughs> How could you not? That the way he he freaked that vocal sample, man. Just it, it, he used it like it was an instrument. Yes, he did. He did. He used it like it was an instrument. Number five, I have Welcome to Durham. Um, the track they did with Cool G Rap on the Chitlin Circuit, uh, one point five album or mixtape or whatever. I might have to read read backtrack to that. What was the name of that again? It's called Welcome to Durham. Okay. Um. Number four, I got whatever you say from the listening. Uh, number three, I got Walk Like a Man from Murs 316. But mm-hmm. I have the second part of the beat as my favorite part because that oh. that change up after it changes up, man, dude, awesome. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, number two, number two is a recent one, man. It's from it's from um, uh, uh, Zion Two, the beat tape, uh, Hardline. It's called the Hardline. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that one. Uh, Hardline is definitely uh, no, at number two, and then number one, man, I have from um, uh, the Murs and Knife Wonder Project, the Four Never album. I have uh, Live from Roscoe's at number one. Okay, got you. All right, that's a good list, man. That's a real man, dude. I forgot about something, and I can't, I can't fight the. You know how you you you, you got that nagging feeling that you forgot one. Yeah, I think we forgot more than one. <laughs> I know it's probably going to be some people listening to this podcast that are night one of fans like, man, how could you even put this song on there? How could you even put this beat on there? How you forget about this? Hey, man, we ain't got that much time. You know, we got to, you know, <laughs> he's got so much in his catalog that, you know, you could, it's, it's a melting pot, man. So, yeah, man, I know I forgot some. But, but the ones that we got, they all fire to me. I mean, this is some of these I'm gonna have to go and listen to. That Hey Young World Part Two that I'm interested in. I'm really interested in that. I'm sure that's fire, man. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to listen to that. And getting back to that Honey track with 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 Erica Badu, the video was dope. Yes, it was. Wasn't um no. Nah, I, I was gonna say I I, I didn't I don't remember Knife Wonder. Being in no, that video, she wasn't in the. He wasn't in the video, but it was her picking, going to the record store, and she was on all the album covers, like uh, singing the song through all the album covers. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because she had did the maggot brain uh, and the, and the, cover. And the mini Ripperton. The mini Ripperton. Yeah. That that was dope. That was dope. That was one of the dopest videos she ever put out. Yeah definitely one of my personal favorites so you got that man be on the lookout for the mixes uh and shoot me a reminder too to send you that not the chilling circuit it was what up though what up though yeah yeah i gotta send you that one 
All right, so that will end our music table discussion. We will go into our fears face. And um, I got a chicken and waffle spot I want to share with the world. Okay. It's called Frida Coop. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I've never been there. It's on 95th, right around the metro station next to a cold stone, right across the street from Smash Burger. Bro. Oh, a little bit, uh, a little bit past, what is it, Pulaski? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's past Cicero, actually. It's past Cicero. But not too far from the metro station. Um, actually, my sister-in-law put me up on this restaurant. And the, we was coming from the special metropolitan uh, refresher. And we were looking for a spot to eat. And she was talking about the spot called Friday Coop. And I'm like, where is it at? She was like, it's on 95th. Not too far from me. I'm like, oh, so when we went there, it was closed. So we couldn't eat there. We had to settle for Red Lobster. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, all my vibes and stuff. Um, Co host, I'm sorry. I just love Red Lobster. If you got a problem with it, hey, come meet me at Red Lobster. I'll put y'all on to some good seafood. But anyway. So, so- so get getting to this 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 chicken and waffles, man. Is this a cultural thing or a regional thing? It's starting to turn into a regional thing. Now I'm gonna tell you this. I, I got an experience I want to share with you. So we walk in there. Me and my wife decided to go there after the meeting one time, one Saturday. So we decided to go there after the meeting. We go there. They only got they got a they, they don't have a big menu. It's chicken sandwich, chicken and waffles, and that's it. Or chicken or chicken tenders. That's it. It's not much to choose from. Now, the chicken and if you get the chicken and waffles, it's fourteen dollars. Everything else is like eight, nine dollars, whatever. But with the fourteen dollars, you get drink, you get fries to go with it. It's pretty dope. So it's not a. They don't have waiters or waitresses. Uh, I don't know who it's owned by, but there were a lot of Arabics that worked there. And I'm like, okay, interesting, but you know, to each his own. We get the. They asked me, did I want bacon with the chicken and waffles? I'm like, man, I ain't turning down bacon. Yeah, do it. Let's do it. So I get the stuff. Bacon is inside the waffles. I'm like, bro, man, they got this special type butter that they put that you can put on the chicken and waffle on the waffles. They got uh, different uh, with the chicken. It's really chicken tenders. It's not wings or nothing like that. And you can get them either mild or super hot. Cooking bacon into the waffle. That's that's an abomination. I can't go. Not going to be able to do it. Don't sell. (laughs) But but don't sell yourself short. But listen, that's I'm just talking about the food. The food is amazing. I love it. I love the place. Haven't been tried is really good. This is the story I want to share with you guys, and I want to. And this is gonna, this is gonna get your bells ringing in. So when we walk in, right, they play some <laughs> other music. They play some other music, right? Then all of a sudden, I see somebody walk to the back. All of a sudden, they change it to Drake. Drake comes on. Now, me and my wife are the only blacks in there. African Americans in there. Everybody else is Spanish, Caucasian. You know. So they playing Drake. I'm like, okay, whatever. Then the next thing you know, they playing Tupac. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. So what were they playing before the Drake? I don't remember. I don't remember. 
but all of a sudden Drake came on and I'm sitting there like okay whatever you know I'm not a big Drake fan but it's, it is what it is they're trying to make us feel welcome I don't know but Tupac comes on they play Tupac then the next thing you know Biggie is on they, they <laughs> pop on Biggie <laughs> Restaurants with mandolins and violins. <laughs> That's why I said it had some. What you were asking that question from the last episode, it had a lot to do with that. So I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, I'm eating. They playing Ready to Die, like from front to back. They not what? playing the major. They not playing the main song like One More Chance and you know it, Juicy. It, they it hypnotized. <laughs> Dude, they are playing. Uh, they 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 playing last kiss goodnight. <laughs> right, right. Machine gun funk. I'm sitting there like nodding my head. My wife's like, calm down, man. One of the elders might show up. I'm like, I don't care. I'm eating, I'm, I'm eating chicken. I'm listening to Biggie. I'm nodding my head. <laughs> she tried your wife tried to tell you don't get fired, huh? Yeah, she tried to tell me don't get fired. You know, I'm like, man, dude, she play I'm like, they playing Biggie from front to back. I ain't never been in a restaurant. Where they play Biggie from front to back. You know what I mean? So next thing you know, these bunch of Caucasian kids come in, right? Now, they all got on. This is on, happened to be on St. Patrick's Day. So they all got green on and everything, right? So we finishing up our food. By the time we get up and get ready to walk out, country, they turn off Biggie in the middle of it and start playing country. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was, that was, that was pandering. That's what you call pandering. <laughs> They 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 was trying to get y'all to come back. That's what that was. They trying to get us to come back. Hey, hey man, I'm all good with pandering. You all good with that? Because I'm all good with it. That's a boss. That's a boss. That's a boss move. That's a boss move. Oh, I'm surprised at this, Ian. That's a boss move. Real quick, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta give a dear face to a chicken and waffle joint. Now maybe, maybe my 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 palate is not geared for chicken and waffles. I grew up. Part of my life in North Carolina, down south, and this chicken and waffle phenomenon I have never seen. Okay, so I went to this place. Everybody was raving about this chicken and waffle place in the North Loop called Hash A Go Go. Have you heard of this place? Never heard of it. Okay, everybody's raving about it. Chicken is so good. It's so well, so well seasoned. Blah blah blah. Big portions. Now they do give you big portions. Man, I went there with some friends, man. I was so disappointed, man. I was so disappointed. How do you mess up chicken and waffles? It was so it was just not now granted, the the the, the um the, the portions were big, but you know how our people are, Rodney. We we equate big portions with it being good. Right. Just because the portions are big does not make it good. Then they serve beer to you. It was so try hard, dude. It was like you know how some people try to be hip, yeah. With, and it, it, it comes off a little too try hard, and it's with, like a swing and a miss. Yeah, like so most they, restaurants in Wicker Park. Yes, in fact, we might have been in Wicker Park. Um, they serve when you order the the cans of beer with your meal. They serve it to you in a brown paper bag. That's reaching. That's a soft move. I'm like, okay. That's a soft move. I appreciate y'all have alcoholic beverages, but. The brown paper bag, man. What's up with you know? I'm like, what's up with this? Like, just serve it to me in a in a. I can I can drink it out of glass. It's no problem. <laughs> brown paper bag. <laughs> but 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 long story short, man. Everybody was 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 raving about this place. So okay, it's on the north side. So you you have to pay for parking. 
Okay. As always, off top. Then, of course, you have to tip your your server. It, it just wasn't worth it, man. Like the food wasn't nasty, but it was just like, is this is too much for for too little? Like overrated. Just like hash places. Hash hash a go go. Hash a go go. If anyone recommends it to you, man, I don't know, man. It, it's it's know what you know what you're signing up for. I'll just say that it was no. overrated. Overrated. I will say this. Shouts out to the chicken and waffle spot. Uh, right off King Drive I don't know where Exactly the actual street I don't know if you know what I'm talking about Um The one on 30 what is it 30 31st 31st yes 31st 31st uh, That's a dope chicken and waffle spot To me I, every time I'm on that End of town I would me and my Wife usually stop there every Now and then they'll have music live music Going in there a lot of don't get fired material walks up in there, but it's 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 cool, man. <laughs> it's, it's a nice place to eat. And, hey, um, I can't I can't I can't go in there in the summertime, man. <laughs> no way, no way. Go in there in the wintertime. In there where they covered up. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, but it's it's a dope spot. Um, you know, everybody's pretty down to earth. The waiters are down to earth. They wearing regular clothes. Ain't no gimmicks. They just wearing regular clothes. Hey, what's up? What you want? Hey, I want chicken and waffles. Okay, boom. They get. I just don't get the chicken and waffle. I just don't get the chicken and waffle deal, man. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm a weirdo. But, but if like, it's done right, if it's done right, it can be good. Like the two chicken and waffle places I've been to. With but define done right though. But define done right. Done right. The chicken's gotta be seasoned. It's gotta taste like if I'm. I want my waffles to taste exactly how I want them to taste, and I want my chicken to taste. But I don't want a chicken and waffle spot where they are giving you one little waffle, and then they got you little two little pieces of chicken with a Q-tip on top of it, dipped in syrup. Like it? <laughs> what is? Come on, man. You know, like you said, mandolins and violins, dim lights. I don't care about chicken and waffle places like that. If I want to go to a chicken and waffle place, keep it soulful, and that's what I like about the one on Thirty First. They keep it soulful. Now, I'm 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 more I'm more. It's for me. It's more about like the the mixture of flavors. It's like for me, you know what I want on my waffles? I want fruit and or syrup. Okay, right. You gonna put chicken on it? What am I doing with the syrup? Am I pouring the syrup on the chicken too? Like underrated, bro. Underrated. I love How's it. it supposed to work? I love syrup on chicken, bruh. But then, but now, okay, so now you putting the syrup on the chicken, that's going to negate any seasoning you didn't put into the chicken. Not necessarily. It depends on how they cook it. I can't go. I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't sell yourself short, Ian. I'm telling you, dude. I love it. Man, man, overrated. <laughs> Speaking of overrated, man, that is our thin's thin favorite. Unless you got another restaurant. No, but I do have a, a another soft move or boss move uh, question. All right, let's go. <laughs> the, the 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 CEO is getting ready. Yo, you cut off, man. Where you at? Okay. Uh, he had a, uh, uh, a, a a fine visit. Uh, you know how most friends throw him some money, throw a little money in his pocket on his way out the door, right? Uh, grabbing a discount bottle of booze from your basement to hand to the CO. Soft move or boss move? Soft move. Soft move. Why get? Why you gotta get your the cheapest? Right? It still got the tag on it. It still got the tag, but it's still cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Man, you just trying to get rid of you the liquor that you don't want, man. Hey, I thought the same. I thought the yo. I, I thought the same thing. That's why I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but the thought, the thought did cross my mind. <laughs> I will say this: I did do a poll on your last question about the Uber Eats thing, and bro, overwhelming boss move from most witnesses. Wow. There were a lot of witnesses that were like, man, uh, they just gave me an idea for the next assembly. Wow. You're going to have a line. You're going to have a line. (laughs) (laughs) I might be seeing my cousin delivering Uber Eats to the assembly, man. One of my worldly cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Hey, Rod, I didn't know know you were still a witness. I'm like, yeah, man. Ten years, but hey, you, you doing Uber Eats? Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. I hope we ain't we ain't started nothing. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, well, at least they being at least they being obedient and staying inside. But I don't know, man. Hey, it is what it is. But I, I'm I'm just glad that uh I got you know, there was some people that said soft move too, man. But and actually, I heard there were a couple of stories. You know, people were that were already doing it that ordered Uber Eats. And they gave it to the attendants, and they never got their food. Hey, that's what y'all get for being disobedient. Right. <laughs> hey, so it's hey, moving, hey, hey, Rodney. Hey, Rodney, we in, we, <laughs> we in the chairman's room uh, eating your portillos. <laughs> we in the count's room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's. My wife, I asked my wife the same question last week. I said, boss move or soft move? She was like, trifling. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a trifling move. <laughs> I was like, and my wife, she, she sat man. She wow, Danita said trifling. <laughs> yeah, she said trifling move. I was like, oh, okay. All right, well, it is what it is. Well, before we before we go and got to pay some bills, got to get some awards out. Yes. You played yourself a award. Who you got in? Um, Amir Johnson, man. Yeah. We already touched on it, man. You played yourself. Bad look, man. Bad optics. Especially yeah. during a playoff loss. You played yourself, bro. Uh, my You Played Yourself award goes to Kyle Lowry. Kyle, man, you a point guard, man. You can't go, you can't go the whole game and not score a basket. Not, <laughs> not even a free, a free throw? Like, one free throw? You couldn't hit? Zero points. You Goose Egg Hibbert has been resurrected. <laughs> he's, been, the, he's been reincarnated. He's been reincarnated into Cal Lowry, man. Goosey, Goosey Mane. Goosey Mane is back. <laughs> Come on, man. You the point guard, bro. At least Real Roy Hibbert had an excuse. You got to pass it to him in the post for him to score. This man is bringing the ball up the up the court. And can't score a basket. Come on, man. You played yourself. Played yourself. Yep. All right. Up next. Essence of Otis Award. Ain't nobody coming to see you. Tiger Woods hair. Bro. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. Tiger, join the club, man. You see me? I'm bald, man. Join the club. Man, we took that eight. 
I know it was a great moment. It's an emotional moment. Everybody was like, oh, I was crying when he hugged his, hugged his kids and he was hugging his mom and this and the other. And I was like, I was getting into the moment a little bit too. But then I just kept getting distracted by his hair, man. Did you see his hair, bro? It was bad, bro. It bro. Was bad. It was bad. To, let it go. Let it go. Ain't nobody coming to see your hair, man. Just cut it off, dude. Join the club. No, you won't. You you wearing a hat anyway on the golf course? Just cut that junk off, man. That 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 hair gotta go, dude. Ain't nobody coming to see that, man. Ain't nobody coming to see Tiger on Miami. He he he, <laughs> he get he get he he get the, all the Tiger Woods gets the award for me, man. Get out of here, man. You ain't never embraced the culture, man. Essence <laughs> of Otis Award, Tiger Woods gets two. I think he's the second person in Magnificent Vibes history that got two of the same award. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Cuddy, my Cuddy Award. I got a couple of them. I got a couple of them. I got two winners. My Cuddy Award goes to Damian Lillard again for knocking Russell Westbrook and the OKC Thunder down a flight of stairs two nights in a row. Did you see the little squabble? Did did you see the little floor squabble they got into it with? Man, Westbrook flopping. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, Cal, and I mean, not Cal, uh, 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 Dame just like, he was just pushed his arm back. Like, dude, get down. Like, if 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 you're going to flop, I'm actually going to shove you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, shouts out. And also, my next Cuddy Award goes to Russell Wilson, who pretty much put a gun to the Seattle Seahawks head and said, listen, if y'all don't pay me by this date, I'm out. Hey, they ended up paying him, gave him a nice $65 million bonus. And my man's posted on Twitter in the bed with his shirt off, with a gold chain, with his wife, Sierra. Soft move, man. Soft move. I wasn't a fan man, of that. I thought that was a boss move, bro. Soft move, man. What, dude? We all gonna read. We all read the papers. We know. We gonna. We gonna know what you got. And <laughs> hey, you about to go rob Russell? I just might, man. Don't tell no. <laughs> don't tell nobody. Hey, Russell, watch. Watch that bag, bro. Watch that bag. <laughs> don't come to Roseland, Russ. Do the do the Seahawks play the Bears this year? I don't know. I don't know, but when they when they do, I'm gonna be waiting for them. <laughs> Better not be wearing that gold chain either. I will say soft move to that gold chain. though. that was a weak chain, dog. I would have had a little bit. Hey, Rodney, that wasn't a chain. That was a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, you know Spice Adams, right? That used to play for the Bears, always be throwing on goofy videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he posted, <laughs> he posted that exact same thing of him in the bed. But you know Spice Adams, he got this laugh that he do. He be like, ha ha ha, like after he get a haircut, <laughs> he looking fresh. <laughs> and see, they show Russell Westbrook in the bed, and he's like, we got the deal. <laughs> but they they added his laugh to Russell Westbrook's video, dude. It's hilarious, bro. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, I, I just it, it it didn't it didn't feel genuine on Russell's on Russell Wilson's part because he's not that he's he's never been that dude. You know what I mean? He's he's pretty clean cut, pretty pretty conservative. 
Right. And it just it just felt like out of his element. It felt a little ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's and, like your wife your wife put you up to this bitch. Uh, it's it looked like I mean the way Sierra laughed and, and she was laughing in the background, like like she was just talking to to, to Russ like yeah, baby, why don't you go, just go ahead and post it? I, I, I'll be your hype. I'll be your hype woman, you know. Woo, woo. And Russ was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this. I, I, you know, I, I'm a little embarrassed. That I, I don't know if I could do this. She, she was, get some. Pick up that phone and put this. I, I put it. I put it. I put it this way. And like Russell Wilson, Tiger Woods, and, and athletes of that sort. They're they're skin folk, but they're not kin folk. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you pulling the Jalen Rose Fab Five documentary on him? Pulling the- I yeah, tagging yeah. him with that Grant Hill quote. <laughs> and you got some, you got some. Hey man, I've said this before. You got some Caucasian brothers and sisters out there that are kin folk. Hey, hey, that's true. That's true. That is true. They are they are ride or die just as much as the next man. Exactly. Man. Well, that man, that'll do it for our show. Uh appreciate Oh, did you have a cutty award? I'm sorry, I almost messed up. Oh, um, I actually did not, man. I I, I was you know, I kind of shouted him out earlier. DJ Augustine for the ceiling that game, that game winner, but that was it. That was it. Oh, that's cool. Shouts out to DJ. Um, still in the league like, like you said man I forgot he was in the league man Before that game That was crazy But uh, Just want to Throw in a couple of nuggets Before we end our show um, We got A couple of brackets Coming up in the future I'm still working on As we speak I'm still working on Greatest playoff series Of all time I'm going to just Include finals First round Whatever um, And I'm going to put them all In a bracket And we'll be Discussing it some Sometime during our play During the NBA playoffs That's going on right now I got that going on. Also, after that, I'm also at the same time working on a sports commentator bracket. I like play by play. I, I love play by play guys. I, I'm a I'm a huge play by play critic. There's some that I hate, and there's some that I love. For example, you got Al Michaels, Mike Breen, Marv Albert, uh, Kevin Harlan. Lot, a, a lot of great comment. There are a lot of great commentators throughout sports history. And I want to. So are we? Are we doing multiple sports? I think we. I think we should do multiple sports because that will make a bracket. Because NBA, they really. I mean, Marv Albert and Mike Green, they've really been the voice of NBA games. Then you got Kevin Harlan and the other guys that that follow them. But I want to do. I want to put them all up against each other and see how they go. Yeah, I. I. I you. We can break it up into like. Just I don't even know how you could break it up, but like. I, 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 I reward I reward nostalgia and I reward character. Mm-hmm. And I'm including color guys too, like the you know because they not just the main guys, but you know John Madden he was a color commentator. Um, you know uh, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, you know guys like that. You know you know you know what? I hate to cut you off, man. I, I gotta I gotta run. I got some got some bells ringing out here in these streets. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> go ahead, man. Don't rob nobody. Hey. Pack up your things. I got to go and cut some heads. So that's what we got for future shows. Look forward to seeing you. We might not do a show next week. I got the CEO visit. So I know how that go. Yeah, know how that go. So with that said, shout out to all them people that be fronting during the CEO visit. <laughs> CFOWs, baby. CFOWs, <laughs> Circuit Overseer Front Week. Here we come. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, man. With that, I got to ride, man. All right. I'll see you on the next one. Enjoy these beats. Yes, sir. Peace. 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 Just trying to um, be in the, the soul token society. It's not a lot of us, you know what I mean, in order to be in the type of society like that dealing with soul music. Again, you're going against the grain of everything, you know what I mean? Whatever the trend of music is, you know, if you call yourself a person of soul, then you're just going against the grain. It's always going against the grain. And Jamla is, is kind of like that, you know what I mean? Um, not to say that people outside of my bubble can't be done with what we're trying to do or, or our movement or our cause or whatever, but it's just like making good music, man. I, you know, I never thought that making good, feel good music was a curse. You know what I mean? Like it's something bad or, you know, you're trying to be deep or whatever cats be trying to say, man. I, I just like to make good music, man. There's nothing wrong with that, and I think. That's one purpose of Jamal. Another one is to really give them they have hands-on first knowledge of how the industry works. And I try to help them to avoid pitfalls. Because the thing about the little brother, we we had to find those pitfalls. I wouldn't fall in ourselves. So my job at Jamal is to help them not to fall in the same ones. They may fall in some new ones, but at least you know, in some, some way, shape, or form, I can kind of soften the rules certain things. Make me hot, <laughs> make me hot.